This episode is brought to you by Lee. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit to your body, not to some passing fad or body shape ideal. That's why Lee makes denim that gets better with age, and their classics fit into every look. Lee's spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. And you can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, L-E-E.com, that's L-E-E.com, to shop spring looks now. Hello and welcome back to the U Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here in studio with you, Jordana. How are you? What's going on? What's the haps? Things are great. Yeah. Great weather. Great time of year. Gorge, gorge, gorge here in New York. It is a 10 today. I'm going down to Tampa. It's going to be 90 degrees. I'm going to Remember oh, wow. why I hate the heat, but uh, do you hate the heat? You're pretty good in the sun. I'm good in the sun. I I don't know. It's if as long as I have AC accessible. Yeah, I need to thing. know that it's there for me. I had a friend that just did a guy's trip, and he said that it was like a bunch of my college buddies got together last weekend, and you he said I I was in Reno. Right? I was okay. doing uh, the oh, TED we talk. We got to talk about the TED talk. The TED but, talk yeah. was wild. Um, if you want to see all the behind the scenes of the TED talk, I taped the whole weekend. All the behind the scenes. I did the morning Amazing. news in the gym at the hotel. Uh, I went to a chili cook-off in Virginia City. Virginia City is a wild. I've never pl- even knew that place existed. Me neither. I learned about it in the morning news. They did a whole report on the chili cook-off. And I took a rental car and they were like, you got to see Virginia City. It's a, It's been untouched by time. Like it is a, <laughs> they're like, it's an old Western city. And they're like, it's weird. You got to see. I was like, weirder than Reno? You know, like did that's saying something. Did you do a tasting? I went and tasted all the chilies. Which one was the best? Can I tell a story that I hope people don't get mad? I think it's a funny story. This okay, is, a, this is, but I, okay. So we don't go to, get Virginia. Mad people get mad. <laughs> don't get mad. I never heard of anyone getting mad over chili. Yeah. Don't get mad over chili. Okay. So I go to the chili cook-off. Okay. <laughs> and I, to me, a chili cook-off, I, that's like one of those sitcom tropes that I didn't think existed. Right. You know, like you hear, oh, we're going to the chili cook-off this weekend. Like, it's Where like is punch it bowl in the street. Okay, it's like a street fair. Was street it, fair. Is it, was that the only thing going on? Is it the chili, Yeah, it was the it, Comstock okay. chili cook-off. Okay. And so I didn't even, like, I had, you know, we're such North, you, there's moments when you travel, they're like, I am a Northeasterner. Right. You know, I am Boston Northeastern Jew. Mm-hmm. And then you go to the other places in the country, you're like, oh my God, this is America, but it's not Ameri- the America I know. Okay. So we drive up to Virginia City, which is like, I'm so it's all on my YouTube page. So if you go to my YouTube channel, um, youtube.com slash Jared Nevada. 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 Don't. Is it It's Nevada? a big deal. Nevada. Nevada? It's Nevada. They, I've been calling it Nevada. My they whole. get very upset about that. Okay. Are you sure? I am positive. Okay. Okay. Because uh. <laughs> <laughs> I had a whole conversation with a woman. I'm like, yeah, all these New Yorkers say Mario. It's Mar- you know, Mario, Mario. And you're like, I, I, it wouldn't bother me. But Nevada. You got to say Nevada. And they and I've gotten a lot of compliments for okay. saying it right. How do you say marinara? Marinara? Is you say Okay. <laughs> right? I mean, it sounds like the same kind of... Marinara? Marinara. Marinara is right. Marinara? I say marin- marinara, right? You say yeah. marinara, Maddie? Well, because it's like the Mar- Mario Mario thing to me. Mario, right. Wario, Mario. Mario. When I hear people say Mario... Yeah, that sounds like Get Long Island here. D. I say Mario. Yeah. Mario, brother. Mario. Mario. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, Nevada. Nevada. Wow. 
Okay, I'm. We all learned today. That. This okay. is for the audience, people. You won't embarrass yourself. How often on your does Vegas anyone trip. say Nevada? Nevada. Nevada. <laughs> why is why is this so funny when I say I don't it? Know, it's just I, I think it'd be funny if we just did an hour of repeating words. <laughs> You know when you have, when you have Google how to say a word and then they have the YouTube video that just yes. like says it out loud for you and, and you sound like an idiot. You sound like an idiot. So I go to Virginia City. So it's 40 minutes away, 45 minutes from Reno. So before the TED Talk, I'm like, let's rent a car. Let's go. I got this guy, uh, James. He's videoing everything. I got, let's go. We'll have okay. fun. We'll make fun of the chili cook-off. We'll make jokes and I'll put it on YouTube. It'll be great. So we get up there and there's a booth. When you get to the, the whole street is blocked off. It's a one street town. It looks like a Western movie. The views are insane. It is a like, small town. It looks like a Disney set. Okay. Like it, it, there's, and, and you're like, how do people live up here? There's a whole history of the silver mines and all this stuff. Like, you know, all the, the, the country silver's all from there, whatever. Okay. That's all not important to this story. We get to the chili cook-off. There's a booth. I buy 40 tickets. Okay, so you could you take That's your 40 tastings, 40 tastings. You okay. can take your ticket. I didn't need to buy that money that many. <laughs> we had like 20 left over. Okay. And then we had 20 left over. And James is like, should we just give them to someone? And I was like, yeah. And now I was like, you know, trying to like just decide who was worthy of, of your, uh, your tokens. I was so judgmental. I looked at the line. I was like, I saw a young couple with two babies in strollers. I go, you need the money. <laughs> And I gave them wow. <laughs> I go, out of the way, rich people here. Okay. They got this is your college don donor moment. to pay. Yeah. Okay. So I gave them the, the tickets. I was, you know, a Mr. Philanthropy. So okay. get to the booth, buy 40 tickets. Your tickets entitle you. You put your ticket in their basket and then they give you a little taste of chili. I love chili. Delicious. All of them were Different tastes, some sweet, some spicy, okay. whatever. Is there like a panel that ju that's judging? So you get every, so there was a People's Choice Award. Okay. So you get 40 tickets plus, or 20 each, because James and I, the, okay. you know, the videographer. 40 between the two of you. 40 between the two of us, plus two tickets to vote for your choice. Okay. So you drop, when you want to say that that's your favorite, you give them your People's Choice ticket. Okay. So one of the booths we go up to is one of the first booths, and we go up to this guy, and it's just this guy alone. And he's older and I go, hey, what's going on? I'm on camera because I'm trying to like, you know. Right. Are you on my, a, a real camera or like an iPhone? No, real camera. Okay. Like we have a whole setup. Set. Okay. And I'm making my jokes. I'm, I'm an idiot. Okay. And I'm going to make fun of people, but hopefully with love and okay. caring, you know, not to be mean. I'm not looking to be mean. Right. So I go to this guy and I'm like, what do you got here? And he's like, I got some green chili. And, I, and he's really low spoken. And I go, what's your name? He goes, Todd. And I go. Todd and his green chili. And then Todd's a little glassy eyed. So I was like, are you high, Todd? And he's like, ah, ha, ha. and he starts laughing. And I'm like, so I'm, and he's being, he's really low spoken, not, and he's going, yeah, it's got hominy in it. And I go, hominy. Oh my God. And I'm making fun. And I'm what like, is that? I don't, fucking Spice? Western vegetable. Who, okay. know, who knows? So I, but I'm Todd, I'm like, Todd won't speak up. And he's like a little bit weird. And I'm like, so I start making jokes about how, you know, Todd had a had an edible today and then put it in his chili. So I start tasting it. And it's a green chili. Okay. I start tasting it. I'm like, this is amazing. I don't know if it's the drugs Todd put in here. <laughs> you know, making jokes like that. It's 15 minutes of making fun of that Todd is high. Okay. So we leave. I'm like, oh, that would be great. We'll have it on camera. Hi, Todd. Hilarious. And his chili was actually, and I look at James, I go, his chili was pretty fucking good. Did you that want was, to vote for it? So we start walking around. I start tasting all the chilies. Every time I go, not as good as Todd's. Wow. Not as good as Todd's. Todd's was the best. 
So I was like, let's close out the video with us giving our People's Choice Awards to Todd. We come back to the booth. Todd is nowhere to be found. We're like, where is Todd? And he was alone. So we're like looking around and it was a booth. So his sign was hanging off the front of the booth. So we didn't see it initially. We back up and we look at the sign that says like, Todd's deaf chili. Deaf? Todd was deaf the whole time. That's why he was so low spoken. I'm like, oh my fucking God, we just made fun of a deaf guy for 15 minutes. Okay. So he was just like said he didn't know what you were talking about. I, I go, okay. oh my God, I feel like shit. We just made fun of this guy for his voice and right. the way he was slow spoken. I'm like, oh, you thought he was high, have, but he thought not, he was okay. high, but he was actually deaf. And so I'm like, you still included on the, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I can. This is my tester to we'll see if find out. So then Todd comes running back. He's like, I'm sorry. I'm all alone. I got, you know, and I'm like, Todd, are you deaf? And he goes, yeah. And he takes his ear. He puts, he shows me his oh, ear wow. thing. I go, I am so sorry. Oh my God. We he's thought like, you were high. He goes, he starts laughing. He's like, no, I got, and he starts explaining. He's like, I got salsa too. The whole deaf community supports me. I'm like, I, they should. Oh, wow. You, didn't, you just didn't even read the sign. We didn't read the sign. Okay. Had no idea. That's very funny. <laughs> I was like, I felt so horrible. And then we gave him like our people's, we're like, we get, we were giving this to you before we even knew, you know, like, you know, like we were like, trying right. to, it's, it's we're making a, it worse. Yeah. You well, know? Dug yourself into a hole. Everyone go look up Todd. He's got the best green chili I've ever had Does in my entire life. Does he sell it? Is there somewhere we can buy it? I don't know. And, and then he he goes, try my salsa. One first place in Auburn. I go, yeah, the salsa was phenomenal. Wow. Shout now out to I want Todd. Some, now I want some chili. Green chili. I've ne- Look him up. Do we find him? Todd They're couldn't like, have no, been nicer. He's a figment of your imagination. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe I was. Maybe I'm was the one high. that was high. Well, anyway. shout out to Todd. Okay. I don't know if it's called Todd's Deaf Chili, but that was like the one thing I saw on the sign. I was like, oh my God, I'm a fucking asshole. But I also wonder, like, I would assume most people are from this town and know who he is. And so you're well, probably an outlier. It seems right? as though he's part of the chili scene. That's what I'm saying. I think he goes you're just like an outsider comp- coming in. You might have a better idea if you were. Yeah. Th- I mean, we taped the whole thing and there were definitely everyone had their different thing. You know, like it was Todd's Deaf Chili, and then there was a a brothel chili that claimed they won year after year. It seems a lot that the chili cook-off, what wins is a lot of marketing. Right. Because like, oh, the the, the brothel was like, we've won 10 years in a row. And we were like, yeah. for what? Right. You know, like. Well, that's kind of like, I feel like that's like all the award shows. True. You know? Yeah. It's, it's the people's choice is the purest, probably. Because the people, you know, the people vote. Yeah. So wow. we had a great time. It, 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 so if that you want to check out me making a fool out of my true story. So I had a great time in Reno. The TED Talk, I think, went well. It's going to come out. When does it come out? I think in like within three weeks of now. Great. Um, it's going to be called Who Should Pay for the First Date. And um, it's definitely TED Talky. I got a lot of great feedback, mostly from older women. Who were there? Who were there, yeah. and every time I worked on it at the cellar, like it would be like the moms and daughters. The moms would come right up to me. Loved it. Lot to talk about. It created conversation. So I think it's um, and again, the TED Talk was meant to be like a commercial for this podcast. Like, right? It, it is in the vein of how we speak about dating here. We're gonna get into a question today that I love. It's like, and I, I love this like uh, the topic of it, but it's you know, it's looking for rules versus kind of searching through your own feelings. Right. I love that. 
and that was kind of the I can't the wait TED to talk. see it. Yeah, and so. then we can we can break it down so that you guys have will know to to watch it so you can understand what we're talking about. Exactly, and it could be a good thing to show your friends. I know the, the thing is like I start the TED talk by being like I give dating advice, and like whenever people when I say that to people, they're like you. <laughs> I get a lot of you know, but I get right, a lot yeah. of weird feedback. Okay. What do you know? Right. Especially as single man, women. As yeah. a man, they'll go. Right. What are you? They don't think I have any right. care for the topic because you haven't because you haven't dated as a woman. As a woman, right. or like also that like the men are in their lives are very don't seem to care about dating, and they probably don't. Right. So they don't have a thoughtful opinion. They're, they're assuming I don't have a thoughtful opinion on the subject. So, I mean. I, I, I've, I refer to myself as J Train. I can understand why someone would be like, "What the fuck am I going to listen to him for?" Do you get a special qualifier as a TED Talk speaker? Like, can we call you instead, of like Academy Award, like yeah, TED Talk call, speaker? Yeah, Big, <laughs> Big Daddy Jared. Okay, is that, what, is that how they <laughs> refer to you in the, te, in the TED community, in the TEDx community? Big Daddy Jared. Big Daddy Jared. Yeah, that's, that's who you want to take advice from. <laughs> TED Talk presenter jared freed i guess yes. that would be the we're gonna that's how you should introduce yourself on, on all subsequent episode hi i'm ted talk I, it's funny how to some people ted talk is like whoa congratulations to other people they're like what do you what they don't even know it right yeah we talked about this last yeah. time it's like i think anyone who's in the know knows what it is my, well i'll tell you who's not in the know my parents <laughs> that they makes had sense. no fucking clue they're like I, are they paying you yeah i think that makes sense right yeah my dad was like it's a youtube page I was like, yeah, I, I guess. No, I don't they know. have a whole channel on Roku. I know. <laughs> Say that to them. That's like speaking a different language. Right. <laughs> what? Roku. What? What planet is that? Sudoku. <laughs> Guys, two weeks from now, we are coming to Boston. So that's right. we're really excited. That's going to kick off our tour. Todd's Deaf Chili will be served at the door. Yeah, sponsored by Todd's <laughs> Deaf Chili. Um, so make sure you get there. And if you guys want, we have uh, a bunch of segments that you could come on the stage for. So you can email screenshots of your dating profile with the subject line, set me up, plus the show you're going to. Or you could email your dating app makeover, or you could email a text message that you want us to interpret. Um, it's going to be such a great, fun, interactive show. And I, I can't truly wait. can't wait. It's going to be so much fun. I mean, like, People come up on stage. It's just such a fun. It's like being at a TV show taping. Exactly. Like we are, we got people coming on stage. We do deal it's reveal, red flag, deal breaker, interactive, just a fun show. Funny, fun, awesome dating talk. We're getting into it. We're going to. The works. The works. And get your ticket. We are sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Some of us go for a run, take a nap, read a book. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and to make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I love BetterHelp because it's an easier way into professional therapy. It is a toe in the water. I love that they have a questionnaire that matches you with a licensed therapist. If you're sitting there and you've never been to therapy, what a perfect way to get in the game. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you gotta do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash UUP today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com com slash UUP. 
What are we talking about today? Let's get right into let's it. Let's just do it. Yeah, let's We're just talking do about it. fifth dates. Fifth dates. Fifth dates. Well, this is why I liked, it's in the vein of this podcast. Yes. Literally the title is, Are Fifth Dates a Big Deal? Yes. And it's like, do you think, when you saw the second, because I, I was like, I never thought about that. Okay. Like fifth. You never, you've thought about that. You think first date, second date, that you've coined that. The third, third date, first, uh, you know, fuck, I mean, yeah. then you're in a relationship. Um, I get, no, I thought about it, but I was thinking, I was like, what would make a fifth date different than a fourth date? Right. Um, what would you, did you have I mean, any, I think it's all for me, it's all relative, right? A fifth date is more meaningful than a fourth date, which yeah. is more meaningful than a third date, but not as meaningful as a 10th date. Do you mm. know what I mean? Like to me, it's like, not like, Oh, once you get to a certain date number, then like you've, there's a critical mass of like now, now it's more serious. Cause it also, to me, it also depends on like how long between these dates? I've been on five dates with someone over the course of like three years. Yeah. Do you know what I, mean? I don't know. I kind of think of like dates in terms of like, like, uh, haven't fucked, have fucked. Okay. <laughs> this is like kind of before so relationship. We. I would say, yeah, you yeah. know, you know, like I, but I've never put a number on the dates. Why this was kind of interesting to me. I'm like, we're, oh, we're fifth, counting. I'm, I'm counting. I know. Yeah. I believe me. I know. I, but I'm saying like, yeah, when someone counts, I don't think I'm on a date being like number five, you know, like <laughs> we're really building up this house of cards. that's going to fall over. You know what I mean? Like okay. I, I'm going out. I guess it depends on the mindset. Like we're going out to have fun. Let's say you went on. Okay. I mean, that to, that to me seems crazy that you mm. don't think about it like that at all. Just in the sense of like. If, and especially if you think about women who are dating to be in a relationship, mm -hmm. if I went on a fifth interview, I would keep that in mind. It wouldn't be like, yeah. and here we, oh, look, I'm back again. Like haven't, <laughs> you know, this is just fun. You'd be like, no, this is like, I'm, I'm judging the fact, the number of this encounter as it relates to how seriously I'm, you, we feel like we're taking each other. I know. And the, it, I, I, that makes perfect sense when we talk about it. Right. I guess I just, I've been, I've been on the fifth date, quote okay. unquote, and been like, yeah, we're just hanging out. We're having a good time. Like, yeah. uh, we're getting drinks. We're going to go eat something. This is fun. And it's not. You don't think of it as, and now we're, we're more in than we were a few weeks ago. I guess, I guess we are, but I could see how it wouldn't be seen that way. Okay. Like we're, we're, we're getting to know one another. I get, you know, and it, it is interesting because it's like, why go on the fifth date if you didn't have a great time on the fourth date? Yeah. Um, but I can have a great time on the fourth date and go on the fifth date and not think it was more than the fourth date. What date number would you think it was? I, I, after? I guess that's a how good many, question. How many number, what number would it, would it take for you to be like, we, you know, this feels more serious than date three. I guess. <laughs> It's hard because I read this email. Let's read the email okay. because I, there was a part in this email where I was like, I felt this guy. Okay. Like I can I imagine knew, that. I I knew, I'm not shocked that you relate to, to I related this guy to this guy. I, and it, it, I, I related to both of them because she's right. Like, you're right. Right. You're right. But I've been down the river and been like, whoa, how'd we get this far down the river? Okay. That's annoying. <laughs> As someone, you know, I know as someone who's been, uh, you know what I mean? Tracking the mileage from where we started on the river. <laughs> it's like, I know exactly how we got here. Yeah. I don't know. I, and I know that's frustrating to hear. I'm just saying this is kind of how a lot of, you know, I understand how this, even though what about 
in your, you know, you say I want to date with intention. Yes. Right? Part of dating with intention to me is sort of having a sense of Well, I'm going on way, I'm going on way less fifth dates than I was five years ago. Right. So then by the time you got to a fifth date while dating with intention, you probably do have at least more of a sense of what each subsequent date means than you used to. Oh, absolutely. Even if it's not like the same as a woman's. But again, that 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 should tell people something. Some guys aren't thinking that yet. Some guys aren't thinking. Yeah. Many guys aren't thinking. I'm just thinking, saying like right, there's a lot yeah. of guys kind of floating and not yeah. really caring. I'm at a different point in my life where I'm like, okay. You're a motivated buyer. Yeah. I'm out here. Motivated by her. Yeah, I'm out, of, I'm out on these Zillow streets. You're not just perusing, no. you know, Zillow just for fun. You're motivated by her. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Let's read the email. Hi, J&J. I know you receive millions of emails. Millions. millions. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, wow. That's right. Uh, we do. That thousands. Um, but hopefully this one makes it to you, my dating gurus. I want to talk about fifth dates. I know there was a whole thing about making it to the third date, but I feel like fifth dates are kind of a thing too and are like the equivalent of the three to the three-month mark. You either pass go and see what happens next or it's done there. I think the three-month mark is more of a thing than fifth dates, but we'll get I, to that later. That that I agree with. Yeah. Different, different thing. I mean, if you've only had th- five dates in three months, I think that's kind of a bad sign. Well, momentum matters. Right. Five dates in three months, I'd be like, mm. we're hooking up. Yeah. I wouldn't consider it. I agree. It. Five dates in one month, that's, that's a lot. I'd be like, wow, this person's really interested in me. And you're, what about, I would say that. Yeah. Too, but I also I, would understand. <laughs> let's go go okay. to the email. This person's really interested. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've been together a while. Clearly, you're very interested in me. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Jared at the altar. <laughs> so clearly you're pretty you're into this. pretty down. <laughs> I'm still figuring Will it you, out. Jared, take this woman to be your whoa, wife? Whoa, how do we whoa, get here? Holy shit. Bird <laughs> of my wedding. You're pretty into this, huh? Oh, you're, I guess you're trying to fucking nail me down. The reason for me thinking of all of this is that I went on a fifth date last night in mid-date. It came off that this was our fifth date. Me being a girl and very meticulously aware of of most dating milestones and happenings, I obviously was well aware that this was our fifth date and was happy we've gotten to this point because to me it indicates that you're pretty interested in someone and want to continue seeing where things go. This man seemed very surprised to realize it was our fifth date. It seemed like he... What? (laughs) That's me at the wedding. (laughs) Yes, that's you at the wedding. Whoa, we're in the fifth? You must be super into this. Holy shit. Uh, it seemed One, like <laughs> two. It's like guys bad at golf. Well, I, I guess this is my fifth shot. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it seemed like he thought it was our fourth, and it being our fifth seemed to make a difference to him. Let me also add that we met two and a half weeks ago, so we've averaged like two dates a week, which is kind of fast for what I'm used to. Anyway, when he realized it was our fifth date, I could see he had a visceral reaction and seemed kind of shocked, like it meant something to him. He also verbalized, fifth date, geez, that's like a thing. <laughs> Wow. That's enthusiastic. Yeah. Yeah. So, my assessment of his facial reactions were correct, lol. Later in the night, he proceeded to bring up a conversation about wanting to continue seeing me, but checking in with where he is emotionally. Surprise! He's not emotionally available or immediately looking for something serious. Oh my God. Uh, Who could have thought? Who could have guessed? Wait, this is our fifth date? I guess that's a thing. Hey, we got to talk. Actually. This is our wedding? Yeah. Do you have a minute? 
And I feel like his motivation to initiate that conversation was brought on by him realizing the fifth date is kind of a marker, good or bad. So what are your thoughts on how much weight to put on a fifth date? Why and where to proceed from here? LOL. Sincerely, fifth date scaries are the new Sunday scaries. Let me just say, this is where I see I I see eye to eye with him, but let's not believe that he's an idiot. Okay. <laughs> One. Yeah. <laughs> Two. Oh, I guess it is. Number five. He didn't care to count. Okay. But so, she can, but she mentioned it. Right? Well, yeah. this is the thing. It's a very important part of this email. She brings up, oh, this is our fifth date. Now that is, to me, that's when I bring up the reveal instead right. of the talk. She is doing the reveal. Right. I am revealing. In a good way. That, in a good way. Yeah. The, the, what she did, she didn't do anything wrong. I don't think it's the fifth date. I think that was her saying to him, I care that this is the fifth date. Right. And now he has to you know, chew on that. And that's what he's doing. He's not, when he's going one, two, three, four. <laughs> no, no, he's going, holy shit. She's right. taking this seriously. Yeah. I need to see how I feel now. That is, to me, this is very male. I've been there where it's like, oh, you like me. Okay. Got to deal with that now. Is that a surprising thing though? It's not like... a surprising thing, but it's not his, and I know this sounds horrible to hear, but like he's not dating with this this goal in mind of where are we gonna go? But doesn't he? Maybe he's does not. But doesn't he know that that most women are? Most. Yeah, women. I mean, he knows, but he's not. Everyone is self motivated, right? So he's trying to get where he's trying to go, which is to go in circles. You know, like, you just rolled right. your eyes so hard. Well, but that his his goal is to drive around in circles with someone jacking him off while he's at the wheel. Okay. And ha let's have a fun old time. <laughs> I I know it's annoying Great to hear, visual, but, then, yeah. but I'm just saying that's what he is. He's on the carnival ride, and round and round we go, jacking, jacking, jacking. <laughs> And then, oh, we want to go. Oh, you want the ride to go somewhere? No, this is a roller coaster. Right. It goes in circles. Well, keep jacking. That, he, that is his mindset. And then she goes, can we stop the ride and see where this, can we go to We're the going, next ride? Yeah. And he's like, oh, you want to go to another ride? Yeah, you're right. We, we, we should go to other rides. So and then he's chewing okay. on it because, and here's the other thing that's unfair. Mm -hmm. He dates uh, like a boyfriend would date. Right. This is a very a fifth date. Fifth date, but he's going on fifth date in two weeks, two right. and a half weeks. So yeah. he's dating. He's the problem. He's the problem. I'm not, yeah. I'm not saying he's. <laughs> I'm explaining. Right. Well, that's the annoying the, thing that I think a lot of guys do that makes women very frustrated with dating. Is mm. It's like you're doing all the things to show that you're interested yeah. in something semi somewhat serious, or you're doing all the things to show that you're like. The, if you if you look at the signs of like mm -hmm. he seems into me he seems not into me if I were a woman and a guy asked me out five times in two weeks I'd be yeah. like yeah and I'm into him clearly because I'm going but also seems like he's into me he so, is into right her. so I guess my question is like what point is it the guy's responsibility I mean she wound up saying something so like that was great for her but let's say she didn't right at one point is it his responsibility to say Okay, like I'm clearly giving all the signs mm -hmm. for being interested in something serious. When should I proactively bow out? Yeah, I've been, I've been this guy. I can't deny that. Like I I mm -hmm. and I I think a lot of guys 
feel guilt for being this guy. Like I'm not saying again, I'm not def- <laughs> <laughs> I'm not defending right. this move. It, it seems like a maneuver. When you're mm-hmm. afterwards, you're like, oh, my, he, you know, he love bombed me. That's where, like, a lot of these right. things. I don't, yeah, think, I don't, that's think, lo- that's I don't think that's love. This doesn't seem like love bombing. But I think I boyfriend can see- dated you. Right. If I was to give it a phrase, it would be boyfriend dating. Yes. Which, boyfriend bomb. Boyfriend bomb. Yeah. Because <laughs> he, he's going along, going along. But to him, there's no tick, 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 tick. Again, he's okay just going in circles. Right. And I could see, I mean, from her perspective, I could see why you're like, okay, this is going well, mm-hmm, right? We've mm-hmm. gone on five dates in two weeks and I'm counting. And I don't want to like bring up that this is like serious because mm-hmm. like we're still two weeks in and we're having a lot of fun. So like, sure. but like it, all the signs to me point to progressing towards something more yeah. serious because we're hot and heavy and we're mm-hmm. both like, but I don't want to, I could see why she, I mean, lucky for her that she did say something, but I could easily say, even if she kind of wanted to be like, I don't want to like, make this super heavy. Like we're still having fun, but like clearly like it's on, right? This is totally, this is is why the talk has been (laughs) brought up. This is why the talk exists. Right. Because they go, we've gone. I, and you seem to be cool with this whole thing, but you never bring up relationships. You're just bringing up dates. Like this is why it's two weeks in. Why should anyone bring up relationships? But she did a mini reveal. Yeah. She did a mini reveal. She goes, I am acknowledging fifth date. I'm acknowledging a a mile marker. Mm-hmm. That means we are on a road. You know, right. we're not moving in circles. That so, was, I think, that, but that's exactly what yeah. happened. He goes, he thinks we're we're just floating around. We're hovering uh, hovering above, and she goes, no, 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 no. we've right. we've been on ninety five. We're going towards Miami. Right, and he's like, that's not where I'm looking. To oh, no, no, no. And, and then he has to go. I got to turn this car around, right. and. Listen, this is like, you know, this is uh, what happens in negotiations. This is, uh, you know, and this is, I, I I don't think this is, obs- you know, to me, this is, this went five dates in two and a half weeks. It's an experience. I don't think anyone yeah. is evil here. I think it is, I don't think it's the fifth date. It's acknowledging that I am on a road moving forward. Yeah. And And I think that's okay to do. I think that's something everyone should be doing. Yeah, and I think that's what I'm saying. I think that when we talk, you talk about the reveal a lot, Mm. but I think this is maybe even better. I think so too. Because it creates, it's not even, it's not, the reveal is one big stake. And these are, right, these are a bunch of mini stakes on the way to what you want. So I, I, let me re explain the reveal if anyone's new to this podcast. Is and people always ask, should we have the talk? Which is, mm-hmm. what do you want? What do I want from this relationship? To me, the talk is stupid. I think it's never gets you anywhere. You're asking someone questions for your own feelings. So the suggestion from this podcast is you do the reveal instead of the talk, which is, I like you. I'm concentrating on this relationship. I've deleted the app. Say where right. you are and then let them deal with that and they will come back to you. With an answer at within a reasonable amount of time, it'll either end within a week or it will go forward. Right. Um, in this instance, she did a version of the reveal, and you would and people listening might say, "All she said was that this is the fifth date," and it's like, n- think deeper on this. Yeah. And I think that's where we're we're and both you, agreeing. Totally. Is, is, is she goes, I am letting you know, fifth date matters to me. I'm not saying I'm, you know, we always, the women always do. I'm not trying to get married. I'm not trying to get married. Oh no. But she did the perfect version of it. One day. 
One, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we all want to get married. You want to get married. It's yeah. okay to admit. But I'm on a fifth date right now with someone that I'm concentrating on. Yeah. And I'm just letting you know that. And then I know this makes a lot of women angry, but like it is, he did have a realization. Which he is didn't, good. It wasn't that fifth date's a thing. Right. It's that you, you care. cared about a right. fifth date that made it a thing that he had to deal with. And I think you could replace fifth date with any other thing to, yeah. to do the mini reveal. You could say, oh, we're going to meet your friends. Like, I'm going to meet your friends. Like, oh, big, like, that's a pretty big deal. The, I would even extend on that. That's a huge deal to me. Right. Because it well, she's saying, stakes, I, Yeah, I think that's pretty good. I think deal. that's a yeah, huge yeah. deal. Yeah. You're meeting my friends. It's a huge deal to me. Yeah. I'm meeting your friends. Huge deal. I'm meeting your parents. That's a huge deal to me. Right. You know, and... Because I've been on, you know, meet my parents. I've had, you know, I can. You left your toothbrush here? Huge deal. Huge deal. <laughs> you took a shit in front of me? Wow. Well, I guess we're shitting now. <laughs> Huge deal to me. You know? Right. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm not saying it could be anything. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I think, you know, I don't want to make this the woman's responsibility. I know that you guys have enough to deal with. Okay. Mm -hmm. But I will say that the everyone's personally motivated. You know, uh, yeah. if your motivations are, I'm looking for something serious. I like being in a serious relationship and I hope this person's the right one for me. This guy's personal motivation might just be to have someone, uh, you know, Netflix and chill with. Yeah. And you have to be, you know, self, you have to be, have to be protection, right. protect yourself. Well, it's more like if I'm not for me, then who will be? What's that? What's that? Is that the uh, term? If I'm not for me, who will be? If not for like, if not me, then then, then who? who? Yeah. Or like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, or, yeah, but yeah. if I'm not, if I'm not for myself, then who will be? Is like another, I think, totally. similar kind of phrase of like, if you're not gonna like have yeah. your own back in these situations and like and advocate for yourself, which is what is that? What which is what saying that is? Yes. Fifth date, kind of a big deal. Yeah. Whatever, like anything like that. That's you in a very small, non-intense way advocating for yourself. And and when you say like the feedback's gonna be, why would someone go on two you know five dates in two and a half weeks? That that and it's like, again, he likes having a girlfriend figure in his life. Would you do that though at would this I, point? I don't think I would. Right, because I think it's like I understand that the at this point two five dates in two and a half weeks, I would be like Jared, what's going on? Like yeah, I would be like you know pump the brakes. There's stakes here, or you're into it, or I'm totally into and it, and like, that's why I'm doing to, yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I, I've made this mistake before. I've been this guy I, right. recently. You know, like I, I've, I've gotten to the point where someone says, "I like you," and you go, "I got to figure this out now." Like right. I, I, I've gotten. Uh, this is more than where I'm at. And I understand the hesitancy of of saying something because it can feel like I'm playing all my cards. I'm getting rid of the mystery here. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. getting rid of the quote unquote chase. Sure. Right. Because I'm letting someone know where I'm at. And I think that that is for women. That's something that's sort of ingrained to you, in you okay. of like, you know, don't let them think you're too interested. Mm -hmm. Like, don't let them think you're all in two weeks in. Like, and by saying something like that, I could see why there would be a feeling of like, all right, well, now I've just, you know, played all my cards. Mm -hmm. I've said exactly where I'm at and that. I've taken out all of the chase or the mystery of this whole thing. You can still be chased. I, I, I understand what you're saying, but like saying, wow, it's fifth date. And then they go, oh, it is. Wow. Holy shit. Never thought of it that way. And then listen, they better plan a good sixth date. Right. You know, that's getting chased. You want your standards chased. You don't need to be chased. It's your standards. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it's, uh, I, 
this, this whole, is what I expect at this point. Yeah. It's right. And, and it's it's not different that than a, like, I'm obsessed with you and no. this is who I, right. The, but the, there is a chase. Like, no, I'm not going on that date. I, I'll, I'll go on a date with you. The chase, I think a lot has to do with redemption for someone. Okay. Like, you were an hour late. I'm going home. <laughs> is, is, is not, is, is a fine thing to say, you make a plan again, we'll see what happens. Maybe the plan will be something that will get me back. Well, the chase kind of feels like the one part, when someone's being chased, it can feel like, okay, this is what I want. Take it or leave it. Right. Mm. The, the chase really is like being able to be chased is basically the feeling of like, I could take this or leave it. I'm not like. Take or leave. Yeah. Right. The ability yeah. to be like, turned off. Right. I could, I'm like, I'm having fun, but if you're not going to do this, then yeah, I'm, I'm going to leave. And that's sort of, but it's kind of like, you can't really fake the chase. No. Because you won't take it or leave it. Do you know what I mean? Well, that's <laughs> like if you're really into someone and yeah. they're an hour late, you're going to stay. <laughs> well, you can be hopeful while having standards. Like when right. someone says you don't date, you don't, you never text first. That is someone trying to create the illusion of a chase. Okay. Like, oh, no woman should text first. Right. I think that's garbage bullshit. Yeah. That's not, you're not tricking anyone. These men are smarter than you think, even though you think they're dumb fucking idiots. And we are. But the point is, like, if I if someone texts me, hey, I'm down for a date this week. Let me know what day works. And then I don't make that plan. And then the next week I go, hey, you out? Right. And then they're like, no, I'm not out. I told you I could make a date. You didn't do it. Right. Then you're then you're basically saying because I wasn't chased. Goodbye. Then I'm or, out. Yeah. Or you know how to come back to me to mm -hmm. chase. Right. People can come back to you. Yeah. They can reform their pitch that's true and re-pitch you will you go out i don't know but it's like i i think like that whole chase thing i don't know it's it's always misguided yeah no i think when we when you put it like that it's a lot more empowering in terms of like turning your standards into being chased as opposed to i don't give a shit about you yeah right which is i think <laughs> sort of like the a lot of the ways it can be misguided construed or like and i think when i was younger i used to think that too like just don't let anyone know that you care at all about seeing or hanging out with them which is not i think at the end of the day no, it's not, not the best way to form a uh, a real meaningful connection with anyone is to to do because i that's the truth in the traditional sense of the mm -hmm. chase it's like if you don't show anyone that you care they'll be like chasing you down the street here's the problem i can blowing go, up your text here's the problem i can go to the bucket of bumble tinder hinge and find a new person to care right so, so it's really, that's what I'm saying. So it's not, but now that I'm older and wiser and I sure. see everything, it's not about, you know, proving by like texting less or initiating less or doing anything less that you don't care about the person. Mm -hmm. It's about showing what you want and seeing if they'll come to you. Yeah. It's, a to it's a different way of thinking about it. And they're both really about having the person come to you. Yeah. One is just sort of a manipulative, like, uh, toxic anxious avoidant thing where yeah. you're like going to attract anyone who who is into someone who doesn't give a shit about them well it only <laughs> works when there's four women in your vicinity right because now you're like okay this one doesn't care about me but they kind of showed interest once before and the other three are married <laughs> so i better fucking yeah chase that one that doesn't care about me and show them how hard i gotta work for them it doesn't work 
It's right. it's in the modern sta- dating, in the modern scene, dating yeah. scene. Fuck that. I'll be yeah. on the shitter on Bumble swiping. You're already shopping at your favorite stores. Why not be saving while doing it? Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because our members earn cash back on everything that they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, and more. You know I love to find the best deals. You know I'm a deal searcher. You know I like deals. Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. You know I love points. So you can use Rakuten to get cash back at over 3,500 stores across every single category, including fashion, beauty, electronics, home essentials, travel, dining, and so much more. Rakuten has your favorite brands like Bloomingdale's, Blue Mercury, and Zappos. The stores pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the commission with its members. You get paid via check or PayPal quarterly. That's wonderful. You're already shopping at these places. Why not? Get in on the game. Start all your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cash back really adds up. Let's do some awkward sex. Let's do it. All right. UUP at Betches.com. And this is from the hotline. We've got a hotline. You can call in 212-589-8903. Leave us a voicemail. Love this one. Before we do it, can I read some dates to you? Oh, Because I'm going to be on the road and it's all happening. I want to include the you up dates because... I'm kind of La Jolla this weekend. La Jolla, uh, shows are selling out. So people, La Jolla, then we're in Boston for the U-Up. Yes. Okay. Minneapolis, going to be in the Minneapolis. San Francisco for U-Up. Los Angeles for U-Up. Huntsville, Alabama, one night only. Nashville, Tennessee, going to be there. I think my parents are going to come. They've Ooh, never been to Nashville. They're just coming just to see you? Uh, and Nashville. For, and for a bachelorette party? Bachelorette party. They're going to wear their cowboy hats and complain about the heat. Uh, Springfield, Missouri. Fun. Springfield, Missouri. Austin, Texas, you up live. Chicago, Illinois, you up live. New York City, you up live. Dayton, Ohio, Washington, D.C., Albany, New York. JaredFree.com for tickies. JaredFree.com for tickies. Bring the group chat. Let's do some awkward sex. Let's do it. Hi, Jaren and Jordana. I am calling in today with an awkward sex story that happened to me this past weekend. So, kind of set the stage for you a little. Um, I've been kind of seeing this guy for, I'd say, I guess like three months now. He just got out of a serious relationship. And the, I guess, setting of this story was his ex-girlfriend college roommate's mom's house because the guy that I was seeing, I guess, was house-sitting for them. Unrelated, but funny. So I'm, like, staying with him for the weekend. We're, like, having a fun time and whatever. They've got two dogs. They're really cute. That's a hound. And, you know, we're, like, doing the dirty, and we're done, and I can't find my underwear anywhere. And we're looking, like, we're literally tearing this woman's house apart, trying to find my underwear, because, like, God forbid we leave it there in this house that he's house-sitting for, and we fucking can't find it. We we have no idea where it is. It's not in the bed. It's not, like, in the crevasses between the dressers or whatever. We cannot crevasses? find Crevasses? Like I'm Nevada? Like, I'm like, you know what? <laughs> the dog was chewing on one of my socks earlier. I bet one of the dogs took it. So we look through their beds. We look through their toys. We 
everything. We're running around. We're in like a tizzy. Can't find my underwear anywhere. My tiny little black thong or whatever the fuck I was wearing. Can I curse? Okay. Anyways, you so we're did. looking and finally we're like, you know what? Like, let's just go check the backyard. Lo and behold, there it was in the backyard, buried in the ground, covered in slobber. Wow, okay. mic, mic drop at the end. Yeah, <laughs> hang on, I'm just saying it. Covered in the slobber. That's Clank. it. It's over. Wow, and she yeah. must have been, it sounded very college to me. Yeah. Is she definitely. an English major? Look at all, lo and behold, a tizzy. Right. Crevasse. Alive, like slam poetry here. Crevasses. Crevasses, crevices? That was weird, right? I mean, I don't know how to pronounce very anything, proper. so I guess I shouldn't speak. Yeah. But in Long Island, Nevada. they say crevices. And Mario. 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 All comes full circle. <laughs> it always does. Yeah. I. Listen, uh, we appreciate her her story. This to me sounds like an unneutered dog. Oh, the dog was in heat. I had a uh, heat. I think it's for a woman. Okay, or, never I don't uh, know. female dog. Okay. Um, I had a golden retriever growing up, and he was not neutered. You had a dog? Yeah. Wouldn't take my family. The for, family as oh, a dog. We had family. everything. We everything. Had everything. It was like an orphanage. We just really? had anything. Just keep, just keep coming in. Yeah. <laughs> Anything Snakes, that felt bears. like it could have just been there. We yeah. had a lot of crazy shit going on. Okay. Yeah, we had a dog. Um, what was the name of the dog? His name was Barney. Barney? Yeah. Love that dog we name. We got him when I was like two, and I was very into Barney. Mm. Um, and that was his name. Got it. So, yes. the, okay, this makes sense. Yeah, so the dog's name was Barney, unneutered, for some because my parents are lunatics, and they have- Well, if you got, um, if you were, you know, doing latching until you were eight- <laughs> Breastfeeding? Breastfeeding yeah. until you were eight. I can imagine <laughs> the dog wasn't really a number yeah. one concern for <laughs> getting neutered. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. just like a wild house of like all sorts of crazy shit going on. But because my dog was not neutered, mm. he would, he would very, I have like, uh, I had in, living in the house, five sisters mm -hmm. and the dog would, would very much get into the underwear. Really? Yes. So this was like the, the thing. scent. Oh, it's like kind of disgusting, but it's a thing. And he would like also like kind of hump us. It was like a very like weird, weird this situation dog. growing up. Barney's yeah. getting me too. <laughs> Probably would have. Barney. Actually. Barney. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's uh, I didn't think of the scent. <laughs> the scent. The scent of the female underwear. Yeah. yeah. He would go. You'd see it like on his head. It would just be like he would be like dragging. It'd be wow. Taking it everywhere. Yeah. I guess this woman should get her pH levels checked. <laughs> uh, so to me, I'm, I'm guessing that the dog wasn't uh, wasn't neutered. OK, this is a, I love this detective work we've just, just done. Just from personal experience. I love yeah, it. I'm Do giving you, you a little a little glimpse into my chaotic childhood. <laughs> Do you have any names for this? Uh, I call it hide and go fuck. Hide and go fuck. There you go. Um, Maddie had some the Bassett Pound. Um, I like that. Buried booty. Lost and hound is great. I had one that my I I, I don't even know if it makes sense, but it's it was Let's fun. It. Treasure cunt. Okay. <laughs> Wow, I was not expecting the c word. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I waited till the end to say it because I was like, I know how you know that word can be triggering, but I was like, I'm gonna go for it. Okay, I feel good about saying it now. I wow, 
Because when I thought of it, I was like, I can't say this. But then, you know, oh, I already yeah. told the story about the chili Todd and the, the chili. Jeff chili and, yeah, yeah you know, I'm already this, canceled. Exactly. So. Might as well dig in deeper. Yeah. Right. I like that's the winner. Treasure cunt. Yeah. <laughs> X-rated. Our, our X-rated. English fans yeah. do not think this is a big deal at all. They use the word all the time. Nevada. Nevada. <laughs> well, a lot of you know, this has been a very. We're gonna have to change the rating of this episode. Uh, X-rated. Yeah. X-rated. Yeah. Listen. And, and X for offensive. Yeah, I don't. And X, <laughs> the woman who called in might not be age appropriate to even. <laughs> Call in anymore. Keep, you know, these emails, the voicemails are so much fun. We get a flavor for the audience. Remember, put this in your phone. 212-589-8903. 212-589-8903. I was trying to think if I had anything similar. I've had women lose their underwear before. Um, Yeah, that's in happened. In the bedroom. That's happened. And then you're like, there's this weird hunt that and you're both doing. Looking and yeah. you're like. You know, especially when you're like trying to leave, it's pretty awkward. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And they're like, where's my underwear? And, and you're like, oh, we, we were out. You know, yeah. like I, I, I'm, I already started farting seven seconds ago. <laughs> get, get this underwear and let's get going. You yeah. know? And then it's like an, like a, a weird lingering thing. Cause you're, and then you have to eventually just be like, all right, well, if you see it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't keep it. I don't know. And then he's like, oh, oh, yeah, I'll keep it. Don't worry. It's always weird. Or sometimes. Found a new home. Sometimes you're like, it doesn't make sense to put it back on if like you borrowed some sweatpants or something. You put it in your purse and then you're walking around with your underwear in your purse all day. It's like a. Well, there was a company that they, there was these two women that messaged me and they, um, this isn't a sponsored thing, but they had underwear you could put in your purse. Can't you put all you sleep underwear? Out. In I mean, no, but they had it like I gotta remember the name of this company, but they they would um like a little like a, underwear packet, a little packet that was like the size of a condom. Okay, that you would put in your purse, and it was like a, it was a nice like bachelorette party giveaway. I think. Yeah, that's cute. It made sense, but uh, I can't remember the name. I, they're they're screaming. Or you at throw their, it at the dog, pay fetch. <laughs> if they're not, if they're new, not neutered, exactly. Uh, let's do another email. Let's do another email. And if you want to hear more about my chaotic family upbringing, you can listen to oversharing that I host with my older sister. Yes. Who was a fel- fellow attendee of um, the non-neuter dog situation. <laughs> also has been has been humped by Bernie. <laughs> you know I love Skims underwear, but now that their bra line is out, it's all I ever want to wear. Hands down, the no-show Belkinette bra from Skims is the sexiest bra I own. It provides support, but keeps my natural shape and it's invisible under clothing. I love my Skims wireless form bra. It's so comfortable, but it still does the job. It feels like it's lifted. I know where everything is. That's a big issue for me. I want to make sure that like everything is where it's supposed to be, but it also looks really cute. It's not like some like scary looking bra that I would never want to show anyone. I typically don't like traditional underwire bras, but Skims changed that. I'm literally wearing one right now. And there's one for literally every kind of shirt that you could be wearing. There's so many different pieces. I really love the wireless form t-shirt bra, the weightless scoop bra, and the no-show online demi bra. Skims bras are made with innovative technology to give you the best shape and support. Plus, every bra is designed with the comfiest and softest materials, so you feel like you're wearing nothing at all. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. 
After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. So I was scrolling through my feed like I do, and I recently learned something. Did you know that most bedding is made with harsh chemicals like formaldehyde, synthetic pesticides, and toxic dyes? That made me totally rethink my bedding. Thankfully, one company is changing the standard for good. Bolin Branch. Bolin Branch makes the softest, most luxurious sheets without any toxins or harsh chemicals. I will tell you this. If you go watch my apartment tour, the sheets on my bed are Bolin Branch. I put them on my bed immediately. I put them in the wash. Then I put them on my bed. They're so comfortable. You can see them on my bed. They look good. They're hotel quality. I love my Bolin Branch sheets. You can really feel the difference. And if your commitment issues get in the way, they have a 30-night worry-free guarantee. They feel buttery soft yet super breathable so you don't have to worry about getting hot and doing the one leg out, one leg under thing. Bolin Branch signature sheets come in 13 super classy colors. They have all sizes from twin up to California king. Sleep better at night with the softest sheets from Bolin Branch. Get 15% off your first order when you use promo code UUP at bowlandbranch.com. That's bowlandbranch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, branch.com. Promo code UUP. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Should I give my boyfriend a vacation hall pass? All right. Here we go. Juicy. J&J, I just started listening to you up from the beginning back in November, so I'm not fully caught up yet, and I'm not sure if you've covered the topic of hall passes yet. My boyfriend and I have been together for almost seven years. We started dating in high school. We were each other's first and only sexual partners. We're both 23 now and have had the conversation of taking the next step and getting engaged sometime soon. Ooh, 23. 23. That's a little young for me. Okay. Uh, He and I have always had a great sex life, still do, but I can't help feeling like we may regret not having other experiences before we officially commit to each other. Because of this, I brought up the idea of of him having a hall pass on a vacation he is taking with a bunch of his guy friends at the end of the month. He was surprised when I mentioned it to him. I really want to give him the opportunity to explore things sexually, but I am really not sure how this will make me feel after the fact. I think I would be okay with it, and I am not offering this up as a test in any way because I know he wouldn't leave me for a one-night stand. I would much rather him do this with me knowing about it than getting bored or start to resent me later in life for his lack of experiences and decide to end the relationship or worse, cheat on me then. Obviously, communication would be a huge in choosing to do something like this. So I would set some rules like this hall pass would be for the vacation only a one time thing. If I decide I want to know or ask questions, he has to tell me honestly. I wouldn't want any pictures or videos of him taken by his friends of him with other girls out of respect for me. I wouldn't want him to have any contact with the girl girls he slept with. And I wouldn't be able to hold his actions over him when he got back since I agreed to it. This is very... I, I, it's a I, lot of rules. A lot of rules. Um, I mean, I can't even fuck on vacation when I'm single. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> and when you have sex with the 10 girls, um, make sure there's no pictures. Like, yeah. he's like, okay, when I have... When I all these girls start swarming me, yeah. I'll make sure that my, my guy friends don't take out their phones. She has a high opinion of her boyfriend. Right? <laughs> I also don't know if this is something I would want or expect to be given in return. Then why is she bringing it up? 
I equally haven't had other uh, sexual relationships, and I do think about having sex with other people, but don't know if I could go through with it, given the chance to. Jared, if you were given a hall pass by a long-term girlfriend, would you use it? Jordana, do you think you would want to know what happened when he got back from his boys' trip? Do you think this is a healthy thing for a relationship, or am I just opening up Pandora's box for future problems? Sincerely, the maybe too considerate girlfriend. What do you think? Okay. In theory, the idea of a hall pass is like not that offensive to me. Mm. But I think what this is, is like a very like kind of like shallow way of looking into a bigger issue. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's kind of like, yeah, we're young. And like, maybe like we haven't had other experiences. I'll do this and it'll fix the whole, like we haven't had other experiences thing. We can check that off the list of things to worry about. Of insecurities I have. Right. Because she sounds very insecure. Yeah, she sounds concerned that like he, you know, might cheat on her in the future and she'd rather it be on her terms. It kind of sounds like. Yeah, as long as it's in my house, <laughs> you can have all the alcohol you want. It is interesting that she is like if he she's basically saying that if he cheated on her at 50, it would be a good enough excuse that to she say she let him do this at 23. Well, that you never let me do this. So she's getting around it. Right. So she's basically saying, like, if you've cheated on me ever, you're if you said, well, I've never had any other sexual experience, I would accept that. That's why I'm not making sure that doesn't happen. Yeah. And, and I mean, that's ins- that's, that's what I'm saying. Insane. That's why yeah. to me, it seems like a shallow way of, of dealing with a deeper insecurity. And I can understand feeling an insecurity about that. I can understand also the idea of being with someone and you yourself kind of wondering, you know, we've only dated each other and like, I don't know what it would be like to date other people. Maybe it would Mm -hmm. be better. Maybe it'd be worse. I Mm -hmm. don't know. And I feel a little anxious about the fact that I don't know. And I'm sort of projecting that onto him that maybe he feels that way too. Yeah. And I think that's the thing that's really worth the bigger discussion or the more Mm -hmm. real discussion instead of like, you can go fuck someone and then we won't have to like have this discussion. Yeah. I think the real thing to do is to have a really open conversation and say like, Here's my, you know, we're mm-hmm. 23. We've been together seven years. We love each other. We do want to move on to the next thing. Here's what I'm scared of if we do that. Or here's my real honest, vulnerable feelings about like what I think you, what I'm scared of you doing, what I'm scared of happening with you and my own kind of worries that I don't know what else is out there. Again, I'm sort of saying that on her behalf, but it sounds like she has some larger term fears that are more the thing to discuss with him. And then if the two of you Mm-hmm. through discuss- discussing that come to the understanding that the only thing missing from this relationship is the fact that he's never been able to sleep with anyone else. And that's truly something you've, you've worked through and you realize is the answer. I doubt it will be yeah. personally then like, sure. I'm with you. She's put all of her insecurities on him. she even writes, I do think about having sex with other people. <laughs> she said that she brought it up to him. He's like, what A hall pass. And, she, and it's like, if I were him, it's one of two things. He's either faked being, oh, that's me. Ooh, why would I? You know, like, oh, I've never right. thought of another woman. Or he's being honest and she's the one that is thinking of other people. Right. And, and she wants to just kind of like open that door of. Just she wants to be able to say, you've thought of other people too, right? Right. Without having to say it. Without having to say yeah. it. Yeah. It, it, you're, you, you nailed it. It's her putting her insecurities on him. I would, I have like a kind of a, I have a suggestion. I think the hall pass is like, I, I think it's a stupid thing to do. I don't think it's okay. going to help this relationship at all. I, I don't think, 
I think what happens seven years together, they started having sex in college. Is that when they got together at high school? 16. So 23 now? 16. So they're they're only each other's thing. Right. The hardest part about being in a long-term relationship, the hardest part of sex in a long-term relationship is that any diversion from what you normally do gets sometimes called out as your weird or your second guessing us. Right. Like I think they could have fun sexually in a new way together. That's what she, she if thinks that's what a, she's looking for. Well, yeah. But I'm, I think she thinks a one night stand will offer her this like other world of sex that she can't even imagine. Right. One night stand sex kind of stinks. It can be fun. The getting there is fun. Like the, the meeting someone and right. having that happen and getting, you know, caught up in the inhibition. But then when you have sex, it's just normal fucking sex. Relationship sex can be, or someone you know and trust, mm-hmm. it can be like a wonderful, explorative thing. And I think when you're with someone since that young age, you're afraid to explore because you're a little embarrassed to even bring up new things. I think they need to do some like outside of the box thinking for themselves sexually. I think because I think that's what she's, she's comparing their sexual relationship to a ghost. She right. doesn't know what's going to happen. What? Some guy's going to to pump and fucking be done, you know, yeah. like, and probably her boyfriend would do that to some woman <laughs> in vacation. He's not going and, you know, having this right. whirlwind well, crazy. Well, she wants to see for herself. I get it. I understand yeah. she wants to see for herself, but I, th- I don't even think she's considered that their relationship sexually could be different and, and fun and adventurous. Right. She's considering new adventurous. That's not going to be the case. Right. I think, and you can have new with the same person. You can have new with the same person. Yeah. And at 23, I understand, especially as a straight guy, bringing up things that you're like thought of or some of the rabbit holes you've gone down on Pornhub would be like, I mean, you are judged. You bring that up <laughs> to your girlfriend and they're like, well, what made you want to bring that up? What, right. what made you think about that? You never wanted that before. It gets very accusatory okay. from the male side. Like, so you think she should bring it up? I think they should have a, here's my suggestion. I've brought this up before. I think it's a good idea. Um, you should plan a sex night on the calendar. Okay. Okay. And both of you write on a, le- you both get one sex night a month. So you get yours on week one or he gets his on week two. Actually, same night so that everyone can feel a little bit vulnerable. So you're not waiting for your night. One night, you put in the calendar, this is sex night, 2022. Okay. Okay? Both of you write down your deepest, darkest desires. And you exchange the notes with each other the Thursday before the Saturday sex night. And it comes with a list of items they have to buy for your sexual experience. Toys, whatever it may be. Okay. And they have to perform whatever you wrote. We know, obviously, to, you know, within, you know, I'm not asking to, you know, you don't have to do everything, but I'm saying, like... You write whatever they wrote down, you got to look at it in a non judgmental way and you exchange that gift with each other and see where it takes us. Yeah. And I'm into that. Yeah. Assuming that the sex is actually the issue. I think this starts before this mm. with a conversation about because they said they're in that critical period of they're going to talk about they want to get engaged. Mm-hmm. Right. And to me, this warrants a conversation. Maybe sex is part of it. Yeah. But I'm sure there's other things that go into it too. What are the what are your fears going into this? Mm-hmm. What do you how do you feel about the fact that you haven't been with anyone else? But I mean it does sound like her fear is that I don't know something sexually that I don't know. 
or that he will cheat on her, which I think is also a valid fear. Fair. That, that he's he's that she's going to be his only sexual experience. Mm-hmm. And I think that I don't think we can totally disregard that fear because I think it's a valid thought. I would probably have that thought if I was with someone six, since 16 and we never broke up and they never met anyone else. I guess I'm I didn't I, I guess I'm looking over that because it's her bringing up to him. And he had no idea based on the email that we got. Like, well, she could say it. This is my insecurity. I think um, she about you. She, well, she also has to be insecure that she might cheat. Yeah, she has to too. admit yeah. that. Like, I, I think like she's saying you might cheat, right. <laughs> and it's like whoa, whoa, whoa! Point one finger, three points back at you. Yeah, you know. So it's like I think she has to put she this should on unpa- her. Right. A she bit should more. unpack that in her own head. Yeah, you're of, right. Like, what is the actual? Fear here, is this about him? Is it about me? Mm. Is it about both? Because I think that's probably also potentially the case. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. a fear of the unknown and being so young. I would start with just like that as a conversation mm-hmm. and see where that leads you. If you lead with vulnerability, the other person will probably do that too. Maybe it'll go give him a right. chance. Instead of saying like, I have this idea for you to go away and have sex with whoever you want. Like that's not really bringing you closer. No. Like in her mind it is, but what's really bringing you closer is like, here are my here's my vulnerability. Here's yeah. like what I'm worried and scared about. Here's what I'm insecure about. Um, and then like they can share that with you, and that's how you become closer. And then the solution will much more naturally come out of that, I think, than well, I think go have sex with someone and the, don't take any pictures. The idea that her solution is let's fuck other people or you fuck other people right. so that I can now have the option to is not a good sign. Right. But that's why I brought up the sex night. Like that's a way to work it out together after having that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh, that's a tough one. The hall pass thing. Eh, yeah, it seems just, messy. It's messy. I, I seems like I a, like a band aid. It's a, like when uh, the guy's like, "We should have an open relationship." You're like, "Well, wh- what?" <laughs> you know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear. Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. 
They have inclusive sizing up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. Get fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And you always have the option to buy what you love, for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code UUP20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code UUP20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with code UUP20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Guys, if you want, I have a mug here. It's called the Let's Read Some Emails mug. Very much. Oh of my the God, show. I didn't even know this was our stuff. Yeah. I had no we idea. Had no, the whole time. We had it the whole time. What would J&J say? Holy shit. You're about to find out what we would say. That's right. Let's play some games. Let's re- get some new merch. Shop.betches.com slash collection slash UUP. Get into it. Okay. That felt like I was doing a limerick. <laughs> UUP. <laughs> also, t-shirts. Splash of Noxious t-shirts. I have yeah, one. And we have the new UA podcast tank top, which I have in my apartment. I'm going to wear. Where's starting- this tank? I'm going to Tampa. Maddie, let me Maddie, down. I, it was the, Sun's Out, Guns Out weekend. Maybe it's in your, maybe they've already sent it. Maybe it's, it's in, in the, your home. Have you checked your mail? Not yeah. yet today. Check your mail. If it ain't there today, I can't even get that. Should have brought mine. I lent it to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So soft. That, that, so soft. That Check tank burn. Yeah. All right, let's play oh, some red flag okay. deal breaker. Hi, J and J. I feel like Tampa is the best place to wear a tank top in America. I feel like that's where the tank top was invented. <laughs> What's with these sleeves? Uh, no. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cigarette in the mouth. <laughs> Hi, J&J. Red flag or breaker. He visibly scratches his balls for a prolonged period of time while on a first date with you. I just got back. I love how she just says, I just got back from a first date. Like this, She was like running to the keyboard. Yeah. I just got back from a first date where a guy slightly lifted himself off his bar stool and scratched his balls for at least 20 seconds while carrying on the conversation and making full eye contact. Oh, my God. I didn't, I didn't say anything, and the rest of the date was okay. Nothing to write home about. But he asked me out again, and I cannot get the visual of it out of my mind. Red flag or deal breaker. Hoping to get a third-party vote on this one from my most impartial friends. Thanks for all you do. I'm trying to imagine how this happened. I'm imagining it in slow motion. Too. Yeah, I mean, balls are tough. Let me just okay. defend this guy for a couple seconds. So, you know, everyone has sometimes an itch that you need to scratch. Itch got to scratch. Sure, yeah, I understand I that it. theoretically, and in in reality, sometimes your boob itches. Sometimes sure, got to scratch. But that. we all also have to admit to the realities of society. Okay, you know, like the the idea that this guy just gets up, he's like, twenty seconds. Twenty seconds. Twenty seconds is like a very long. If she's not exaggerating, that is a very long time. Yeah. What is he, an auto mechanic? Like, what was going on <laughs> that he's just like? Is there an infection? Yeah, yeah. something was off. I, twenty seconds. A lot That's of. That's a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I think I would have to. I don't know. I, I actually don't think I would say anything. It would be too weird. Yeah, I, I mean, I've never say anything. If a woman starts scratching her tits for 20 <laughs> seconds, I'd be like, oh my God, it's happening. Oh. Now whisper my name. Okay. You're into it. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think I'd be turned off by it. If everything else was incredible, I might give it another go and then mention it on a later date once we were... I have to imagine at 10 seconds, are you okay? 
Yeah, he's just talking to you normally while one hand is, is scratching, scratching his balls. His balls. One down, down his pants. Two mi- we have a clock in front of us that tells us how much time. I'm um, looking at 20, 20 seconds. Second, 20 seconds of silence Look at, for the, uh, here's the 20 ball seconds scratcher. Out. We're only halfway. We're halfway there. We know people's time is valuable. Right. That's okay. the scratch. Yeah. That's the scratch. That's, That's too insane. Long. That's too much time. And this woman needs to write back. If you're exaggerating, we want to know. Yeah. If it's, because you just felt 20 seconds. That's how long he was scratching his nuts. Yeah. Are you being real or not? Three seconds, Max. If it was three seconds, here's three seconds. It's an adjustment. Itch. Itch, itch. That makes you're yeah. going on the next day. You're getting a, if it was twenty, you got this guy doesn't this really guy might have a problem. There's something yeah. off. Yeah, I agree. Okay, if it's a real twenty seconds deal breaker. If it's actually three. <laughs> yeah, red flag. Okay. Hey guys, huge fan here. Red flag or deal breaker? I asked a guy if he wanted to go to happy hour. His response: Ha ha. Yeah, that sounds fun. I've actually never been to a happy hour. LOL. For context, he was 27, and we live in a city. What do you think? Never. Not a happy hour guy. Yeah. <laughs> I would just worry he had no friends maybe or something. Like that would be like the big concern. Sure. Maybe he's specifically talking about the deal that comes with a happy right. hour. Like I was That's thinking, possible. Like he's like, oh, I usually just go to like a full price right. drink right. place. I've never been to like a happy hour place. But it, it does feel like it's like, don't you live amongst people? Right. Hasn't anyone ever asked you to join them? Yeah. In a happy hour before. <laughs> well, I never, like if I started doing comedy at you know 21 right i can't see myself going to a happy hour ever but i i mean yeah. just saying it is like such a i hate when people never say things never <laughs> it, it, it's not like it's unnecessary information it's almost like you say this to elevate yourself above the other person if he's saying it like that it doesn't sound like he's saying it like that he's saying like that sounds fun i've actually never been to, the, to one been been to a happy hour. He does LOL it at the end. Like I'm laughing at myself. Yeah. I would assume you're right. I think it's just a red flag. But I would ask. I'd be like, Do you never get drinks after war? I, I bet he meant like a special. I think he meant that. Where it's in like I because I can understand it being like a happy hour thing, right? You know, like uh, as opposed to like oh I just get drinks after work. Yeah. Maybe he's making. I don't that call it anything special. <laughs> let's do one more all right hi jj love the pod i started listening at the start of the pandemic and i've been laughing along with you guys every week i have a red flag or deal breaker for you from a date i went on a few years ago i went on a date with a guy from tinder and over dinner he starts telling me about his son i was surprised since he never mentioned that he had a kid either in his profile or in any of our texts at the time i wasn't interested in dating a guy with kids so i was a bit bummed but i didn't want to be rude and decided to just get through the date he told me his son was... Yeah, in what world is she like, a kid? <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> like, of course you're going to go through the date. Right, leave immediately. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, your profile didn't say this. <laughs> Goodbye, good sir. And uh, be careful with that penis of yours making kids. <laughs> Or no one will ever love you. He told me his son was named George. He was five years old, had brown hair, etc. He even told me about some of George's hobbies, like playing with a soccer ball. Fast forward to the end of the night. We walk out of the restaurant. He pulls out his phone and asks if I want to see a photo of George. He turns his phone to me and it's a photo of a monkey. You can imagine the confused look on my face. 
George the monkey. He laughs and explains that he has donated to a wildlife rescue charity in Africa that lets you adopt an animal and they send you photos and email updates. He thought the whole thing was hilarious and he refers to his monkey as his son. I felt so annoyed and misled that he had kept up this joke for the whole night. The real icing on the cake was that he then asked if I wanted to come back to his apartment to see a real life size cardboard cutout of George that he had in his bedroom. It was a no from me. So red flag or deal breaker, your date tells you they have a kid, but it turns out to be an elaborate joke about a monkey. I'm almost embarrassed to admit that I went out with him again <laughs> because my friends always say I'm too picky and that I should always go on a second date. Needless to say, we weren't a match. And in hindsight, sh- that should have been a deal breaker. Can't wait to hear your take. Thanks for all you do. Sincerely, Curious George. If there's any email that should explain to the women listening how little rush men are in, this is the one. <laughs> this guy spent a whole date just wasting the entire, wasting the entire just time around to, to have his big monkey joke. Oh my God. This joke's <laughs> not even funny, in my opinion. That's I, the worst offense. There's a joke that I've been doing recently on dates. Okay. And I think it's very funny. Okay. Um, Pet monkey? This is me. I know. <laughs> I've done it a couple times where I'll be talking, you know, get into like past relationships and I'll be like, yeah, no. So, um, I moved in with my girlfriend during the pandemic and then um, and we're married now and we have a couple kids and just to see how long they're like, you can see them be like, well, what? Wait, I'm, who, to- I'll just say that I'm married with kids. Okay. On a date? On the date. Okay. And I'll, oh, I'll, that you're currently married. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's, that's so, was a stand-up thing. No, okay, so, no, no, no. Okay. It's like on the date, I'll go, okay. you know, I moved in with my girlfriend during the pandemic and then around 2021, we had our first kid and now we're married. We live in the suburbs and like, you can just see to their, see what they would, okay. Their, you can see like the, their eyes light up and I go, I'm just kidding. You know, okay. I, I'm, immediately. I, I start, immediately okay. say, I'm just kidding. Okay. He could have done that with the monkey joke. Yeah, that's it, what I'm if saying. If I kept that going the whole date, then I don't, it, think, yeah. I don't think a woman would allow that. Then you'd be like, you're wasting my time. You're wasting my stupid. time. You're avoiding actual intimacy. It's okay right. to have this monkey joke. It's okay to be like, want to see, uh, I have a son. And then they're like, what? And then you should like, well, want to see a picture. Want to see a picture. Right. Here's the monkey. Yeah. Ha ha ha. It is actually funny. Right. For it's a not second. funny when it's you. It's funny for a second. Exactly. Yeah. It's not funny when the big reveal at the end of your date that you've been lying through the whole time. Right. It's like oh, this whole thing is a joke to me, is what it says. Exactly. Yeah. You're not taking this seriously. Um, if he said it for one second like that, I would yeah, be fine. That's a different story. Yeah. I, that, I'm trying to defend myself. Like I, <laughs> I know, but I see it, it is. It gets a laughing. They they, they they do like a, you know, like right. this woman did the same thing. She's like, oh, you have a kid, like a little bum. And then she spent the entire rest of the day probably checked out. Yeah. Just like not. <laughs> this wasn't fun for her. It's never fun when it's your prank and no one gets to be involved in the fun joke. Like this is. Right. This was, you know, when you reveal it right away, you're involving them in the joke. I'm just kidding. I don't have a kid. I got a monkey. Yeah. It's like in the office when Michael file, fires Pam. Yeah. But he like keeps it up for like. The whole day exactly <laughs> that's that there's a there's a line of delineation that goes yes. from fun to mean this is me exactly yeah you have you're the joker what are you doing yes especially when someone thinks that you're joking and then they're not yeah yeah all right i'd be out i'd be out we did it again we solved dating look at us you're welkies uh listen people if you're out there there's only like 50 tickets left to the boston show i saved it to the end because if you're here now you like this podcast and you should be at the show so there's like 50 tickets left you should go get them for the boston show that's not a lot because there's about a thousand seats la san francisco get on your horse get those tickets you know Chicago's we got chicago almost austin done. 
Chicago's selling very fast. Yeah. Austin, New York City. Go get those tickets. See you there. Back next week. Bye. You Up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Maddie Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And send us your emails to youup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Lee. Lee creates denim that gets better with age. The ones you reach for to feel your best again and again. Their denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Rider Jean jacket is the OG. What every other brand has copied for decades. Lee's spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. And you can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, L-E-E.com. That's L-E-E.com to shop spring looks now. Betches.